The Ohio House keeps some documents secret from the FBI investigation of the $60 million bribery scheme in its chamber. With Larry Householder out of power in Columbus, his snub of a predecessor is undone. And a move begins to oust the head of the Ohio Public Utilities Commission for his ties to First Energy, which is accused of funding a $60 million bribery scheme. It's the wake up from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Friday, August 14th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. The Ohio House turned over to the media Thursday a massive number of documents that were subpoenaed by the FBI in the $60 million first energy bribery scheme involving ousted House Speaker Larry Householder. But the House is keeping secret 30 documents it claims are protected by privilege. Many are attorney-client privileged. Some are privileged because they contain confidential conversations with the state's Legislative Service Commission, a nonpartisan agency that helps legislators draft and research legislation and budgets. Here's the question, though. What is the House hiding? These are email communications about a bill passed more than a year ago, one that we now know was pushed through as part of a First Energy $60 million bribery scheme to get subsidies for its nuclear plants. The House can release any document it wants. What is in these records, mostly emails, that House members are so worried about us seeing? Some of the secret records are email communications with Jamie Callender, a state representative from Lake County, where one of the nuclear plants is located. With Larry Householder out of power in Columbus, a portrait of Joanne Davidson, Ohio's first woman House Speaker and an icon of the state GOP political establishment, has been returned to the main Ohio House chamber. New House Speaker Bob Cup brought it back. Ousted House Speaker Householder, who long considered Davidson a rival, had her portrait removed in 2019. The rivalry between Householder and Davidson dates back to the late 1990s, when then-Speaker Davidson was set to leave the Ohio House because of term limits. She favored as her replacement Bill Harris, an Ashland Republican, but Householder, who at the time was a legislative backbencher, had designs on seizing the Speaker's gavel for himself. In a deal brokered by Bob Bennett, the Ohio Republican Party's then-chairman, Harris agreed to serve as Speaker for a year, with Householder taking over afterward. When Harris took an open Senate seat, Householder took over as Speaker from 2001 to 2004 and then returned last year. Sam Rendazzo, the powerful chairman of the Ohio Public Utilities Commission, which oversees utility regulation and rate setting, is the target of a new campaign tying him to First Energy through his previous work as a lobbyist and attorney. The Ohio Consumers Power Alliance, which describes itself as an advocacy group pushing for more renewable energy, has launched a campaign to remove Randazzo from his post. As PUCO chair, Randazzo also chairs the Ohio Power Siting Board, which can influence statewide energy development by approving, rejecting, or setting limits on large utility and wind generation projects. The Ohio Consumers Power Alliance argues that Rondazzo holds the same views with the PUCO that he held in his previous career, lobbying and as an attorney, 
for the industrial energy users, a group representing some of the state's largest industries. In that role, he fought renewable standards. A spokesman for Governor Mike DeWine said Thursday the Republican continues to stand by Rondazzo. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine used his Thursday coronavirus briefing to pay tribute to an 80-year-old Lakewood doctor who was found dead outside his home, apparently of homicide, as another man was arrested in his killing. Dr. Craig Colin Terzano, a retired U.S. Army veteran, worked for the Ohio prison system, making a daily four-hour round trip from his Lakewood home to the Corrections Reception Center in Orient, Ohio. DeWine said the doctor had a work ethic and dedication to his job that was unparalleled. He died around 11.15 p.m. Wednesday in an ambulance outside of his home on Clifton Boulevard. Details about how he died are not available. Cleveland.com's pop culture guru, Troy Smith, says the best song in the 1980s is Purple Rain by Prince, which comes ahead of Michael Jackson's Billie Jean on his list of the best hundred songs of the decade. You can read his full list on Cleveland.com. Troy loads it up with songs by U2, Bruce Springsteen, Letter Cohen, and many others, with his explanations of why the songs make the list and get their rankings. It's an informative tribute to music of the 80s, sure to bring arguments. Rounding out his top five are Public Enemies Fight the Power at number three, U2's Where the Streets Have No Name at number four, and Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody at number five. Something to debate your friends and family about over the weekend, the music of the 1980s. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up. We'll be back with another week of news beginning Monday.